Blog Talk Radio.
It's awesome, baby! Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. Listen, do you hear? It's getting closer. We have come to visit you in peace and with goodwill. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. This is a dream come true. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening, everybody? This is Coach Kyer, and you are now rocking with the best. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Man Leads Radio dot info manly's radio is taking over your airwaves and your airwaves tonight proudly sponsored by coach k radio coach k tv original native radio you know the programming we are here to bring you the best of the best so you can be the best you know that's how we do um of course you can listen in you know people will be calling me like right when the show is on right let me see what's going on with this right here yes hi hello how can i help you I cannot. I, I got to text you the show, bro. You're supposed to be calling into the show tonight. Let me hit you with the text. Come on and call in. That's my main man right there. You know, we do that We do that numerology together. I thought that was one of the guests. Had the wrong number. But I, I really should just text him so he can call in because that was one of the call. What's one of my homies who I feel he's perfect. Bought his wife a house. He, she, She's a homemaker. He's following the book. He's following the playbook. So... It's going to be wonderful tonight. I'm waiting on my co-host, Ro Cutnote, to call in. She's on the line. She can just press one. This is going to be exciting tonight to talk about the perfect man. Some people say, like, you know, he's a, he's a unicorn. The perfect man is a unicorn. He doesn't, he doesn't exist. Hmm. I say otherwise. I say that the perfect man does exist. All you got to do is have the right things in place for him to be in in your life first, all right? And how do we how do we you know process that and understand that? What I'm gonna do while I'm trying to make sure everybody's in the building, I'm gonna play one more quick tribute song while I get myself together. And when I come back, we're gonna get this thing really popping. I don't know if any of you saw James Brown yet. <whistles> Boy, but he was part of the inspiration for not saying, I'm not saying James was perfect, but he motivated me by watching the movie and a lot of the artistic things that he um, contributed to music, but some of the messages that were in his music that were way before his time. So I want to play this track right here, which is going to just set it off and lead us into the show tonight. So y'all just sit back. I'll be right back in about two minutes and two seconds. This is a 
you leave me, I'll go crazy. You like, baby, I need good, good love and I. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Back live and direct. My man James Brown just took it out. Yeah! It ain't nothing without that woman's touch. You heard what he said. But you got to be in proper position. What's up, Amenti? I see you over there in the chat room. Appreciate that for y'all checking in. Amenti, the writer. Leslie Love up in Toronto. Big shouts out to all the guests, the listeners calling in. If you want to get in on some of this right here, if you agree or you disagree and you want to call in tonight and have some commentary on what is a perfect man, please call in. All right? 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. Press 1. Raise your hand. I get to you. All right. Let's get this thing started. Um, what is the perfect man? That, that that's like that's an excellent question to me. Um and often the first thing I hear women saying or and men is nobody's perfect. Like a lot of times I don't hear men saying nobody's perfect, but then I hear especially when they're asking about a perfect man. But if I say what about the perfect woman? Oh she doesn't exist. But sometimes men will have the definition of what the perfect woman looks like. All right? Or they will describe her and then they'll say, she don't exist. So, but I beg to differ because I don't believe in the whole, um, the whole biblical, we're all born into sin thing and nobody's perfect. Everything about you is perfect. The way you breathe, the, the, the hairs in your nose, how your body is designed. Every situation that you're in is already perfect. The word should really be agreeable. What's the most agreeable scenario? What's the scenario that's going to make you the happiest? What are you going to do that's going to make you the happiest what you're doing? Well, this book that I've been reading, I have, re- I have read actually called Man Leads, Woman Follows, Everyone Wins. I think it's an amazing guidebook. I think it's an amazing um, manual. And it's just been like a journey, like going through and applying it every day. Because when you understand what you are naturally built to do instinctively, then it's easier to process it. It's easier to process it in your thoughts, and then it's easier for you to manifest it in your everyday way, right? So um, one of the key points is about healthy because perfect can't be unhealthy, right? And then we look at a part of the book that talks about what is a healthy man. Hmm, a healthy man knows what his instincts are about leadership. And there's been so much effeminization of 
men with the media and movies and all types of crazy stuff. Like, I try to be general as possible, but I still have to say, look, we can't... um, We can't just, like, point the finger at one particular body because it's such a widespread, it's such a widespread issue, right? But the perfect man is needed, and I feel that the perfect man is nearby. For me, the perfect man is honest without being scared of repercussions, He's honest without being afraid of repercussions. What I learned from the book is the perfect man is concerned with his lineage. He's not concerned with dominating a woman. He's not concerned with turning a woman like into, you know, into his slave or anything like that. The perfect man knows how to create a space, a safe space for his woman. And another biggie about the perfect man is he's trustworthy. Ooh, he's trustworthy. Now, you get people who who start to come around and say, well, how do I know, how do I know I can trust him? How do I know that I can trust this man and all of this stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, why the questions from what I call maybe the peanut gallery is kind of like people who are unhealthy. They haven't seen the model before. They don't have anything to follow after. That's why I'm doing this show, because I feel that this book, Man Leads, Woman Follows, Everyone Wins, is exactly that. We are in desperate need of everyone winning. So we have to understand what our roles are and what makes up these roles. You see what I'm saying? Like, when we use the word perfect, it's so strong. But you can have it, ladies. You can have the perfect man. First off, do you know what the perfect man looks like? You got to change your mentality first from, well, he doesn't exist. So immediately when you start saying he doesn't exist, he can't exist. It won't happen. He 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 won't be there. And you don't believe it. So it's kind of like it's kind of like magic, you know. If you don't if you don't if you don't want to believe in 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 it, then how can you you know how can you say how can you say that it is that is really going to come to you or that. You really want it to come to you. How how would how would that happen? So and it's not. So the thing that you have to do is really be ready to open yourself up to this perfect man coming into your life. All right? And you being that same how do I say that same you you gotta be the catalyst too first. You can't just you can't just like halfway do it because if the man's supposed to come in and he's supposed to be, you know, on top of things, then how would 
how would that happen if there's a lot of doubt in in the family or in the entire relationship? Like the, a lot of the energy that's coming from the woman is going to make the man be perfect. But if she feels that, oh, I can be let down and it doesn't exist, then that's what she's going to attract. She's going to attract. She's going to attract that same thing. So that's why I'm really excited about the show because for me as a reader and as a coach and as somebody who's come from a um, I come from a childhood where my parents were divorced and what I even may call slightly dysfunctional and having to do a lot of work to build up my leadership qualities to come in and say, yo, not only am I eligible, but, yeah, I really feel like I'm perfect. I feel that as a reader of this book, it's just really added a lot of champagne to my campaign, and it's it's very doable. I always believed in perfection anyway. Everybody, the life that you're living is perfect already, but now here comes the man. Where do you find him? Where is he? And how do you keep him? How do you attract him? How do you keep him? And then how do you enjoy him and everything that comes with the perfect man? Well, without further ado, I'm going to bring in our guest tonight. You know, it's kind of her show because it's called Man Leads Radio, the author of Man Leads Radio. Y'all put your hands together for Rose Cutto. Hi there, Rose. What's happening? Hi, how are you? I'm deliciously well. And yourself, how you doing tonight? I'm great. That's what's up. That's what's up. So um, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about um, this unicorn. Unicorns are cold word for perfect man. You know, when people hear unicorn, mm-hmm. they say, that doesn't, that doesn't exist. And I am from the school that say, I think it does exist. How do you feel about that? What do you think about this perfect man, and and where is he, and how do you find him? And why would you even say something like that? Why would you, as a woman, when so many women say he doesn't exist, you say, I know how to find him? Yes, of course. The perfect man does exist. You know, all of this is um, dependent upon whose point of view it is. Mm, Okay, okay. So it's relative, right? Yes, relative, definitely. All right, all right, all right. So um, a a lot of times in your book you talked about a healthy man and a healthy woman due to your research. You know, do you feel that the men, over a thousand men that you interviewed for your book, do you feel that those men are perfect? I don't think that any man can be perfect, um, to everyone, but I do think that a woman's acceptance of her man makes him perfect for her. Mm. So it's not a cookie cutter type thing you're describing. So he's not he's not six four. He doesn't play NBA basketball, and he doesn't wear a size twelve shoe. So that's not everybody's perfect man. Definitely not. And like you were saying before. A man does need to be clearly healthy and good, and there are specific and very um, minimal ways to determine this, which we can talk about. But also, it is a woman's job as a feminine woman to 
bring her man to the highest possible success that he can reach mm-hmm. and also to nurture him in such a way that it would be counterproductive to be looking for flaws. Whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. So she'll never find a she'll never find a perfect man if she's constantly looking for flaws? Yeah, you can't. This is called this is a practice and in actual in actuality in Japanese culture this is called wabi sabi love. This is an actual pra- practice. Wabi sabi love. That's W A B I like like wasabi. W A B I S A B I. And in Japanese language it sounds like wabi sabi, but to us it's wabi sabi. And this is the art of accepting your partner's flaws. Wow. Okay, well, that's totally different than what they taught us over in America, that perfect means you don't have any flaws. (laughs) Well, perfect, a man can be perfect for a woman because a woman's job is to accept her man as the greatest. If he can't be the greatest in your mind, then you're not doing your job or you need to find a different man. If you're with him, he's the greatest. And that is absolutely a woman's job, to see her man as the greatest and to nurture him based on a kind of um, creative visualization where she sees his she sees his potential. She brings him to his potential. She um, brings him even past his potential. And also that not only does she accept his flaws, she embraces his flaws. Now, we're not talking about big flaws. We're not talking about gambling because it's, or addiction or anything like that. If it's one of those things, you, we're not referring to a healthy man anymore. Mm. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So here we go again back to one of the main reasons why people need to get the book. Like, isn't that in the entire chapter, what's that, chapter five that identifies what is a healthy man? Yes, this chapter is called um, Healthy, Is Your Man Healthy? Mm. <laughs> okay, so is he healthy? And, you know, some of the requirements are, and there are only 15 very well-explained requirements to make sure that your man is healthy. Um, And, by the way, if he is lacking one of these requirements, he's not healthy. Just one is not healthy. But the harsh reality for most modern westernized women is that almost all men in society fall under the category of healthy. Hmm. Well, I want to talk about, like, just one of these that's kind of like a toughie. You know, how would you coach someone to get around this? Because I know you have a coaching program that people can receive over at manleads.com. Number one says he was not abandoned. Now, is abandoned how he feels or, like, what if he's from 
a foster home? Like, is it is it is it no chance in him being a healthy man if he feels like he was abandoned? Can you talk about that? Like, that one is like really big. Nope. Nope. If he feels like he's abandoned, but he actually was not abandoned, but he, then he's still in the category of healthy. Abandoned in my terms and based on my research, is based on this theory called the Bowel B theory. And the Spell Bowel that, B- spell B- that again. B- it's B-O-W-L-B-Y. Okay. And the Bowel, the bowel B theory states that if a person is born and detached from their mother, not their father, but, but their mother, whether adopted or not, from birth until two years old, then that person is, is categorized as abandoned. Wow. Wow. Hold on. You know I got to give you some gunshots on that right there. I never heard that before. Wow, that's cool. I mean, it's not it's not cool that someone would be abandoned, but I never knew it was a theory or a study that says if if you were abandoned between zero and two, or from or separated from your mother between zero and two, that makes you abandoned. Okay, right. It's called the Bowden theory, and this person actually lacks a physical makeup in the brain that allows them to have compassion for another human being. They lack, say that again? A person who is abandoned by their mother between this small window will lack a physical aspect of the brain that allows them to have compassion toward another human being. Wow. And that would make a man unhealthy if he doesn't have compassion. Definitely. He's unable to love you. And the whole purpose of this chapter is to be clear as to if he's able to healthily love you. Mm. Now, if he thinks that he was abandoned, if a man thinks that he was abandoned later on in life, that is not that does not qualify him as being unable to love because the portion of his brain that needed to be developed for compassion is already there. Oh, so now, okay, so you're connecting the dots now. So now you're saying this is one of the jobs of the female. She gets the she gets the compassion out of him by tuning into his instincts versus looking for flaws. Since he wasn't right. abandoned from zero to two, if she tunes into his instinctual nature for compassion, then she's got something to work with. Yes. Yeah. And every, almost every single person on, on earth will have this compassion. I agree. I really haven't met anybody that was just cold and ruthless. I haven't met a lot of people that were separated from their from their mother. Um, and then even if their mother, like, passed at birth, there was still a woman exactly. there. Exactly. You know, because this factor has to do with feminine touch. And it does not have to be a lot of touch. The human body will take the little bit of touch that it can get and create and build that aspect of the brain that is necessary for later compassion. So if you had a mother that wasn't very touchy, who didn't um, 
hug you a lot um, and those sorts of things, but she still picked you up out of the cradle or out of, out of the um, yeah, the cradle, or she still picked you up to change your diaper, this still feeds this aspect of your brain. It's very minimal. But if you were left in a basement for two years or left completely 100% ignored for two whole years from birth until two years old by your, your mother or any other female who can act as a mother figure, then that's where the problems um, arise. Mm, wow. For those of you who have the book and want to follow along with us, we're on page 119. Guess what? If you don't have the book, you can't follow along. So if you want to get the book, you need to go over to Amazon or you can go to manleads.com or you can go to Square Up and you can get the book. You can get it on Kindle right now. Like like me, I'm reading it on Kindle. I had to open my Kindle reader and we're on page 119 class. And don't 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 be offended if I say class because we, this is what we all see. No, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it because we've never been taught this. Ro, have you ever like coming up? You, like you did a lot of research to find this out. Do you know of any like elementary school or uh, middle school or high school that teaches this? No, but there was a theory that came out of Romania and Russia because a lot of children were being um, adopted from there, but they were left in a cradle for um, a, a huge amount of time from birth until they were adopted. And this is where the majority of this theory comes from. The children would not um, have compassion towards people later on in life. Mm, okay, okay, okay. So what else, what else does a woman need to do to find a perfect man? Well, first she needs to make sure that he's healthy. That's step one. The second thing she needs to do is to understand that her role is to improve his success and that she is his nurturer and helpmate. So her, her acceptance of him at every point in his life, reaching up to different levels of success, is because she sees him as good, good enough, great, and awesome the entire time. This is what women are supposed to do. This is what we are made for. This is what we need to focus on. And the more that we do that, literally, literally, men will actually make more money. You can consider nurturing your man a full-time job and if he's in the position to make, yeah, if he's in the position to make um, more money, other men will literally sense his nurturing because all men want and need it clearly, and they will respect that man more so and give him more responsibilities and more pay. Mm. Mm. Or for the for us entrepreneurs, more deals. We don't get paid, we get more deals or we get more opportunities, right? Okay. Um, I can just feel some ladies right now, like, on my neck saying, well, what about us, Ro? You keep saying it's our job to do this for him. What about his job to do for us? Ro, you know you guys are speaking on 
You know you got to I love speak. this question. I love this question because nurturing, feminine nurturing is like math. And more so it's like algebra. And anybody who takes algebra knows that things have to be balanced on both sides for, for the equation to um, be correct. The moment that a woman, because, because of the nature of a man, is to please a, his woman. This has to be very clear. All good men are focused on pleasing their woman. It's what they want the most. Mm. Contrary to popular belief, they don't go to college just to become educated. Most men go to college and get great jobs or follow great career paths in order to achieve a certain type of woman and in order to be able to please her. And this, this comes from instinct. So we need to remember that if a man, if a healthy man instinctually wants to please us and that he's looking to do that all day long, every day, it's a win-win situation when we please him. Wow. She said win-win situation, ladies and gentlemen. Not just ladies, but she said everybody. If anybody's got any comments, questions, or feedback, or you want to, you know, chime in on this tonight, if you got a question for Ro, please call in 347-205-9089. I see a lot of callers in here. We're waiting on y'all to just press 1, raise your hand, and we're going to bring you in because I know somebody's got a question or somebody may even have a testimonial about how they've been following the book and they're seeing that, yo, Rose on to something here. She's 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 really on to something. So please please continue. So you said how we find him. And then you said yeah. what or I'm sorry, not me, but how women find him and then what her job is. Does that and what about keeping him? Because sometimes women find this guy and then he just like drifts off. He just drifts off and they say, Oh well, he cheated on me or he left me for someone else or Da, 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 da. What, what about that? There is a science to what we're talking about, and gratefully so. We have serious answers now. Um, you know, I'd like to make sure that women can understand that they're not supposed to go out trying to find a man. Ooh, ooh, say that again? I will say what? It is masculine to be going out hunting. You're in masculine energy when you're hunting. Men, when you are hunting for a hunting for a man, you are in masculine energy. And guess who you will attract? You will not be attracting a masculine man. Mm, mm, you will not. You'll be getting a what I call a yin man, or one of these metro. You will not be attracting a masculine man. Masculine men are repelled by women pursuing them. And when a woman does pursue a man, if she's attractive, he may decide to just try to go for the sex. But it does not mean that he is attracted to the woman emotionally. Whoa. Whoa. 
You brought up a good point right there. Okay, okay, okay. So that sounds like an important component in the perfect man. So are you insinuating or are you just blatantly saying that the perfect man is attracted to a woman emotionally? Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that masculine women are attracted to feminine women. And if you approach a man, you're in the wrong energy. You're in masculine energy. So <laughs> this is going to cause problems. It's going to cause him to, a masculine man to either turn away from you or to decide to go after sex. Oh, okay, okay, boom. The questions just keep coming. Okay, so here's the situation, Ro. You're at the bar. You're at the bar, Ro, and the guy comes up beside you, and he buys a bottle of champagne for for him and his homeboys. But, men, we have different intentions. So we're buying the bottle to really impress women. We want to show off that we can afford bottles. And like you said in the book, we're showing that we have a degree of success that we're not ordering a drink. We're ordering a bottle. Now, what if the woman who's beside him, who thinks he's attractive, she says, to show him that I'm independent, I'm going to buy a bottle too. What, what is going on in that, in that scenario right there? What, 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 that's what type also of masculine energy because that's competition. Men are not interested in women that are trying to compete with them for their proper place in masculine energy. But she says, I'm just buying the bottle so I can show him that I'm independent. I don't need him to buy me a bottle. Right. That I can buy my own bottle. But we teach men who we are based on our behavior. So if you're going to look like you don't need him to buy you a bottle, when we have to remember that the purpose that he bought the bottle was to impress the woman, if you're going to do that, you are creating a non-harmonious situation. We don't know this guy. We don't know if he's healthy or not. The best thing to do is stay in feminine energy, healthy men and unhealthy men. Healthy men and unhealthy men may park themselves all around you and buy bottles, but you need to attract the healthy masculine men. And Bro, you, you, have like... to this, you have to do this by sitting in a feminine way, by smiling, by having a pleasant voice, by being polite, by looking needy. What? Bro. You need to look needy. If you don't need a man, he doesn't need you. <laughs> Now, now there. You know, we we look down upon this word of need, needy in the English language, but as as we all know, I I speak five languages, and this word needy is not wrong when it comes to women in other languages. This is something that we have a problem with in the English language. We women need men. Now, clingy, annoying. That's okay. We can say those things are definitely an, um, annoying and not. Um, invited. But when women are showing and displaying that they need men, this allows men to have a place. 
And when, if there is a guy who approaches you at a bar or a restaurant or anywhere and you are interested in him, you need to show different levels of nurturing. Don't just sit there and let him serve you. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm telling you, you had him cringing. You had him cringing over here when you said that, when you said the curse word needy. Remember, the word follow and submit were curse words too. Now you're using the word needy, Ro. Like you're using some high-level profanity out here tonight. It's fine. And guess what? If you spoke another language, you would be just fine with this word needy. Women need men, and men need women. And if you present yourself slightly like you don't need a man, this is extremely ugly to a man who's looking to be needed. And almost all men are looking to be needed. That is a requirement for a man to be healthy. He wants to put his woman first. He wants wants to please her. I I mean, I really, I totally agree. And I don't know if anybody likes my stripper club examples. Let's just talk about the man is providing rent. He's providing car note, insurance. When he's just, these guys, these, some of the are going up in like $10,000, $20,000. So instinctively, and Ro, you may have to, some people, this may be their first show. So can you like recap which one a man uses first? Does he use? Thoughts first, or does he use his instincts first? Can you can you like just back up just a little bit? I need you to Michael Jackson moonwalk just a little bit and go into that phase right there to, to cover that. Right yes, all men go with they're they're reacting to their instincts first, and as women, we need to understand that men are reactionary to us. We try to we see men as these big, strong creatures that are independent of us who can get things done. And, yes, they can, but they're not independent of us. Men react to women. Men react to women based on instinct all day long. If men are in a barber shop, they're still looking at pictures of women, even if women are not in there, still reacting to women all day long, and this is because scientifically men are wired to protect and provide for women, and they need to be able to be closely in tune with a woman's instinct in order to know what type of protection and providing she needs. Because contrary to what people think the book is about, Men are on earth to serve the needs of women and children. And Uh all healthy men know this. All healthy men know this. No, a man does not want to be taken advantage of. No, he doesn't want to be disrespected. Yes, he needs to be appreciated. But men are here to protect and provide for women. Sometimes this is monetary. Sometimes it's not. But this is the role of a man, and keeping that in mind constantly keeps it clear. Mm -hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, I don't know how scientific 
was going to go in on it, but when she said man was created to provide and protect women and children, it's correct. And now this, this, this part may not be in the book, but the penis, the penis is an elongated clitoris. The woman predates the man by probably millions of years. I'm very safe to say that the XX chromosome predates the XY chromosome by thousands of years. I'm absolutely sure of that. And women did used to um, reproduce asexually. So if you, we're really throwing out the Adam and Eve story. If you're really thinking that, you know, that Eve came from the, that, that woman came from a rib, rib of a man, you're not healthy. I'm just putting it out there, you know, that's not, that's not scientifically possible, okay? And God wouldn't do nothing like that anyway. If anything, somebody would be coming from somebody's mind or somebody's imagination. But from somebody's rib, you know, a man can do without that lower rib. So why would, I ain't even going to get into that. That's a whole other story. But thank you, Ro, exactly. Scientifically, that's, that's, that's what we're built for, you know, point blank period. Yeah, so if you have a man, for instance, going on and on about, um, you know, I have heard men ask women, okay, so um, what do you do for a living or how much money do you make as if this really truly matters? This is a setup, and women need to understand this. Men are trying to determine if women know that they are supposed to be protectors and providers. Women need to be clear that they do know gracefully and gratefully that men are here to take care of us. The moment that, the moment that a woman makes it clear that a man a man's role is to take care of his appreciative, respectful wife, wife and woman and or woman. This causes a situation where the man has to step up or step down. Mm. Mm. If he's, you know... If he's a healthy man, he wants that anyway. But there is a catch. <laughs> okay, what's the catch? Westernized women want to spend too much money. <laughs> so that's the antithesis of the perfect man? Like if you want to spend too much money, like you don't qualify to get a perfect man? No, you don't. Okay, what? I coach women all the time. I coach women all the time. And women pay anywhere from $500 to $1,000 for this good advice, and they refer a friend because that's how good this advice is, and I'm going to give it to you all. A woman who makes a lot of money is used to spending spending it any way she wants very often. And... If she encounters a man who she wants to have a loving relationship with, she really is going to have to stop buying things that her man couldn't buy for her, even if she has the money. Wow. It's it's unattractive to a man to watch a woman be able to buy tons and tons of things and want and desire those things 
that he cannot afford to provide for her because, once again, his main goal is to please her. For the women who want a man, if you want a man, and you want a, you know, a man who really truly cherishes and loves you, you have to be realistic. Most men are not rich. And men out there have hearts of gold, but they're not going to commit themselves to a woman who wants and needs so many things that he cannot provide. You have to, we're going to have to choose. Do we want to spend our money to have certain handbags and certain hairstyles, or do we want a man? Because we don't have to necessarily just um, give that money away or not make it. You can save it. True, 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 and have a little stash spot over there, you know, and we won't no, be you mad. Can you can save it any kind of way you want, but my point is that spending it is a problem. Women have almost no idea that the way they spend money attracts or detracts a man to or from them. So what you are wearing, if you, have, if you go out on a first date with a man and you have on Gucci and Louis Vuitton and um, Michael Kors from head to toe, and the man that you're out on a, on a date with cannot afford to buy those things for you, that's probably your last date. Wait a minute. Okay, but I'm telling you, I can feel the vibrations. I want some of the women to call and say this, but what some women are saying, I look nice for me, and these are the things that I want, so I look nice for me. Then have it, but you won't have a man. <laughs> Ro, you just you just cut and dry. You just like taking it straight to the chase. Like this, like that's it. She's like she people can do that. People People have been said so much lies that I we really don't have any time to give people anything but the truth. We have to undo a lot of work here. Right, right. Totally, totally in agreement. Totally in agreement on that right there. Yeah. Okay. We got to Oh. I got I got a question from the chat, and I see my callers. Um, oh my goodness! I got two questions in the chat, and I got my callers on the line. The first one is um, from: How does a woman handle when she is with a man that is attractive, and other women want him? How does she control her jealousy? Oh my goodness! Okay, the first thing to remember is. Um, a woman does not need to feel like she is, that it is necessary for her to worry about what her man is going to be doing with other women because the jealousy is not really the other women being attracted to her man. The jealousy is not knowing what her man's response is going to be. And and if a woman is doing what she needs to be doing and if her man is healthy, it doesn't matter how attractive she is, he's not going to let her go. 
he's not going to risk uh, that relationship by entertaining other women. If he does, and it is already clear to him beforehand that that's not acceptable to his woman, he's in the healthy. Uh, he's in an unhealthy category. So we can't just say man. You have to be clear. We have to say is he a healthy man or a non-healthy man. But healthy men are very, very concerned about their lineage. Women, we have to understand this. This is why men put up with all kinds of crap in relationships that they probably shouldn't put up with in so many marriages is because they are obsessed with lineage. They are, men are not dating. Healthy men are not dating for years and years and years without trying to reach a purpose. All men have a plan. A healthy man is dating a woman because he thinks she is marriage material. He also can be dating a woman because she's sexual material in order for him to be serious enough for marriage material, but that's another topic. If a man sees a woman as marriage material and that is what he is um, planning for or if he's already married to a woman, he takes this more seriously than we as modern westernized women understand. A lot, when you look at the way that men resist marriage, then you can see more clearly how that type of commitment is taken seriously by them. Men are not resisting marriage just because they want to have sex with a whole bunch of people. Healthy men resist marriage because they want to be ready for marriage. So if a man is being approached by other women because he's physically attractive, he still is concerned with his lineage. He's still concerned with his family. He's still concerned with what talking to any of these women will, have, will do to his family. All a woman really needs to do is be assured. You're, you need the book for this. You need the book for this. And this will help a lot. There is a feeling of insurance when explained well that a feminine nurturing woman has when it comes to her man. If you are nurturing your man well, it is very unlikely, if he is healthy, that he ventures off. I know that's right. I mean, if you're doing all them qualities and you and, and and you're doing all of that, yes. But anyway, let me get to the let me get to the phone lines. They lighten up now. Caller from the two six two six seven four nine five. Your microphone is open. Thanks for joining Man Leads Radio. Can I get your name? Where are you calling from, please? Wise Paul calling from Philadelphia. Your your name is what from Philadelphia? Wise from Philadelphia. How you doing, big brother? How you feeling? What's going on tonight? How you doing, Kaya? I'm good. I'm good. Can't complain. What's up, bro? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? 
You know, I'm good. I got these books popping off over here. You know, I got brothers loving the videos, the books are selling. Um, but one of the funny things is about this book is, um, you know, guys is loving it, and these women are kind of like, oh, you got this book. But when they start reading it, they're like, oh, this thing's in here that you need to do. So um, the book is really great, and, I, and it's, and it's um, bringing in some good perspective to men um, in particular. I like the part of the book that really talks about how men need to nurture women. And I think that's a big part of what, um, when women hear the title of the book, that they don't understand what's in the book. And it actually tells them how to treat their women in a non-sexual way. Because I think a lot of how we've been raised in Westernized culture, watching TV and every intimate scene is a man taking a woman's clothes off for the act of sex. I think that we're, we get wired and programmed to treat a woman just like a sex object. So I think the book speaks to how a man needs to nurture a woman so she can feel feminine enough to return that good love and energy to him. And, um, and all the women that I've sold the book to, about at least six, seven women, they all love it. Um, and a friend of mine said, <clears throat> she said, yeah, I'm writing in the book. I'm I'm writing and I'm underlining, I'm highlighting. So they love it. (laughs) (laughs) No, they love it. They absolutely love it. And this is a dream come true. (laughs) And I got to tell you, in my my experience, I've not really I've not really dealt with a lot of women that are you know these um, non-nurturing type of women. I just want to track them type so. I've been blessed in my life. I mean, I've had some come across my path, but I don't entertain that for too long. Um, but let me ask you this. Um, my, I had a question for you, Ro, and for you too, Kyrie. And it's um, in the society how we're raised, beyond, you know, you see the book, and I know you do coaching, what are some things that can help people heal themselves enough to start the process to be um, – a perfect man for a woman of, you know, and vice versa. When we have all this stuff, this programming, and um, the conversation, one of the conversations we had today, not to be all over, is the conversation of money that you just spoke of. And my friend was saying how he had a woman who she just spent money, and she would always, he would help her find a way out of a bill, and then she would find a way to spend the money that she gained back. So how do we battle all these different um, pitfalls that we have, the jealousy, the the money? Is there something more than just, is there some spiritual healing that you need to do? <clears throat> That's my question. Well, I think that this is a widely cultural problem, and we all need to realize that the media has purposely have made us confused about each other. You know, when you travel the world you, and when you really speak and understand what people are saying all over the world, you start to learn that men and women are not confused about each other. Men in different cultures and women in different cultures are very clear about what is masculine and what is feminine. Right. We are confused in our culture because the media creates this confusion and because it's very, very beneficial to the economy. The thing thing that I would um, suggest 
is that we stay focused, just stay very focused on having this message become bigger because people do listen. As you were saying, people do listen. They read the book, they become enlightened, and um, they want more, but we need daily. I truly believe this. In order to undo uh, all of our thinking, we need daily reminders. And so one of our goals is to create um, a talk show and a film. So if anyone listening out there wants to support this talk show in a film, this probably will be one of the most beneficial pieces of media to the American family in history. And I say this lightly, but it's not light at all. Um, Media has caused this problem, and I'm pretty sure that media is going to be the answer to fixing this problem. Uh I agree Um, Big bro One of the things I wanted to ask you You know as as, you know Being raised in a barbershop Are you telling me that you got These books because the barbershop Has been like you know a source of information In the community you know the brothers Coming Mm -hmm. in and shoot the game And the willy You know a lot of Has women like you probably know when somebody getting divorced before the lawyer know before the wife know because the brothers in there complaining right. so right. um first off tell people where um, the book your address we need to know what time you open what days you open how can they come in there and buy these books up from you and get them from you i know philadelphia yeah so um <clears throat> Kyrie, it's funny because you and I had talked about doing something at my barbershop before. Um, you probably just don't recognize my voice, but um, so I own an iconic barbershop. It's at 19 East Schoolhouse Lane, Philadelphia, PA, 19144. Um, if anybody's looking for me, you can find me on Facebook as Dub, um, Asar T. Chai, um, on Facebook. You can find me there. Um, I'm a friend of Ro. I'm a friend of you, of you Kyrie. And, um, you know, they can come get the book from me and we can engage in great conversation because um, I have a very, it's not so much as upscale, but I have a really grown man shop. So we don't get into a lot of, um, you know, a, a lot of some of the negative connotations that go with barbershops. I have a lot of good, hardworking men, family men, and we raise them, we raise them boys and men in my shop. So that's what we do. We engage in, we engage in these kind of conversations. And um, it's just no time to play no games because it's so serious for us and our families, especially in the, in the African-American community. We don't have the luxury of playing games with not having, not being in unison with our, with our women. And we got to cut the games out. You know, we got a lot of grown men playing, you know, boy games. We got to get everybody in line so we can be healthy together. That's right. I'm so excited. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's this most, is a dream come true. <laughs> yeah, Say that again. I'm so excited. No, I'm, I'm just, you know, just saying there's no time to play. It's time to stop playing these games. <clears throat> Especially just, I just look at how we've been taught, man. We are really on a um, lower level as far as spiritually by spiritual by We engage in a lot of things that rob us of who we are as, African, 
And um, and as Rose said, when you travel to different places, specifically, I have been to Brazil um, about 14 times. I speak Portuguese. I've met my wife in Brazil, married in Brazil. I have family in Brazil. And one of the things that when I the one thing that I love about their culture is they don't care about what you have. They don't have car commercials on TV because most people can't afford cars. People ride bikes. But people are more concerned with, are you happy? They don't care about, like, who you are or what you got. they like, are you happy? Okay, you got all that, but are you happy? And, th- and that really resonates with you. And when you see people that are just so unified as a culture together, it's, it's an enlightening thing. And it just makes you come back here and look at, like, yo, everybody has problems. But we got some different stuff. We we going through too much. We going through money problems. We not getting along in a relationship. We got too much stuff wrong, and it's just it can't it can't do anything good for your life for us. In my opinion, right. And one of the things that I try to help other Americans to see is um, that we are a society of unloved people. We are. This is extremely rare. When you look at countries around the world, whether they have food or not, there is Uh no society that is more unloved with people walking around all day long, every day for decades, feeling unloved than American society. I agree 100%. I've seen that. I've seen that. I've traveled a lot of places. I've seen that. I know that for sure. And you know what happens when you live in a society where people feel unloved? They don't have love to give to people. And so then you have crime, you have abuse, you have um, addiction, and all of these problems come right back to the same thing, the family. Yeah. Hey, I'm just, I'm just excited, excited, bro, and glad that you over there moving them books like hotcakes. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're doing your part. I definitely remember the conversation we had up in Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, um, I don't think it's a strange event or a strange coincidence or anything like that. <laughs> coming, coming back around. Yes, so. Absolutely. Yes, now, we really, now we really got something to meet up on to make pop off. Um, I'm going to be getting in contact with you maybe even later on tonight or um, sometime tomorrow about some other stuff, all right? All right, that's perfect. That's perfect. I appreciate y'all. Thank you, brother. Yeah. All right, brother. Yes. All right, brother. Peace. Okay, brother. Peace. Bro, got the book out there. Right home. Ain't talking to that brother. At least a year, and now all of a sudden he pop up on the show. I love it. Yeah. All right. Next call. <laughs> next. Oh, wait a minute. I, I got a. I got a then I'm going back to the callers. Bro, you two minutes. When, if it's a question in the chat or a text question, you just going to just hit them, hit, hit them heavy, and then we move to the next caller. Uh, this question okay. is, um, if women who more are likely to be unfaithful than women who is dependent upon her husband's employment, are women, oh, I'm sorry. Can you say- are women who work more likely to be unfaithful than women who are dependent upon her husband's employment. That means the I woman... Believe, I believe the, woman the answer her, is definitely yes. 
Say that again. I believe that answer is definitely yes. You know. And why do you, why do you believe that answer is definitely yes? Well, I think that women are not used to or don't know that they need to turn off their masculine energy and be feminine, like consciously women. And so when women are providing and when women are in working mode, that is in masculine energy. Whenever we are working and providing and protecting our families, that is in masculine energy, whether you are a man or a woman. So you you will begin to take on masculine tendencies the more you do masculine things. Hey, let's move on to a caller from the 951-951-374. Your mic is wide open. Thank you for calling in the Man Leads Radio. What's your name and where you're calling from, please? Good evening, uh, my man named Carrier and Ro. How are you guys doing today? This is uh, Big Ben calling from California. Hi there. How are you guys How doing? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, Ro, I got a nickname for you. You're a game changer. You're changing <laughs> the game with with everybody out here. And Coach, uh, you're uh, Kyrie, the the culture builder. You you are also in essence establishing a culture of healing for men and women, and, and that's what you do. That's why you're named uh, Coach Kair. And uh, reading the book and reading what you guys are saying, it's it's uh, great the different – it's like, Coach, you, you, you're throwing alley-oops, and she's coming, with the, she's coming with the thunder. You know, everything's like a little punchline. Everything you come up with, she's like – she's hitting it with things that people are not even willing to speak about, and they might know, but it resonates once you hear it, once it's verbalized. And the way that she's saying it is a matter that it touches both men and women and that they know it's true, but they might have resistance to it. The aspect of uh, the book is an easy read. It's uh, something that uh, is very beneficial. Um, and the thing is, Coach, you don't even know. You got the next uh, – who was that lady back in the day uh, who wrote the book for um, uh, Wayne to Excel? What was her name? You got the 2000 uh, Terry McMahon, but on the, on some real stuff. Okay, <laughs> on, on some on some real stuff. So as as far as you writing this book and being ready for those movies and stuff, that's so important because I, I've said many a times we don't see the visual symbolic aspect of a black couple showing each other love and respect. I have to go back to, I can't remember the, the, the name of the movie, but with Billy Dee and Diana Ross and that final scene where she's on the stage and he's asking her, will you do this for your man? Will you do this? Will you do that? And she was like, yes, because she had done all the other things. She had the stardom. She had the fame. But she didn't have a man who was committed to her. And when he, you know, when she had the opportunity she walked away from that crowd real quick and said, I want to be with my man. <laughs> now, that, that's 30 years ago, and I'm, I'm looking like for, for African Americans, where is that? Where is that aspect where we see that black love or just love in general shown as far as a family um, setting? Movies we are very empowering. 
We don't, don't have, have it. it. And, you know, I think Cosby Show was one of the closest things to it, but I, I have to be honest. Even Bill Cosby was made fun of sometimes on his own show by, by his TV kids and his TV wife. You know, we need to go further. Oh no, no, and the, and the thing is, as 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 a people, we're only accepted in a comedic role. I'm waiting for the dramas, where it's kind of like, wow, that touched me on many different layers, and I'm going to, I'm going to change the way I conduct myself. Right. Like I said, is that that's the work I've complimented you before. I've told you that I'm willing to invest in in your dream. Like I said, Coach Kair, thank you for manifesting there, like you said in one of your beginning shows, because this is something that is very much needed. This is very much hey, needed really? for – go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no problem. Um, it's very much needed, and the thing is where people know it's needed or not, there's an aspect of self-understanding uh, and self-reflection and asking yourself adult questions like the gentleman was saying and conducting yourself in a certain manner. And knowing, are you healthy? And if you're healthy, then you want to do things that are going to maintain your health, your mental capacity, and the people that you're around. You're going to have conversations, and you're going to put actions into words, into into feelings. And I just read your dad's uh, Facebook quote where he said, um, <laughs> "Words don't mean anything." And, you know, I'm not going to put it on the air, but it was it was on point. It's your actions and how you show your actions that right. illustrates love. And I, unfortunately, the aspect of our culture, we don't know what action generates this action. And if we did do that, then we would have a theme, a synergy, just like your book illustrates with the cover mm-hmm. of a man and a woman sharing that energy amongst themselves and the aspect of a dance and an, right. and, and an aspect of, really appreciating that other person for who they are and what they resonate. Not a competition, but an enjoyable moment of masculine, feminine, and feminine energy, and it's interplay. It's a wisdom that's always been told. However, people want to recreate what the greatest creation is and the perfection of man and woman amongst them, each other and understanding each other and enhancing one another. It ain't going nowhere. Mm. You try something new, but it ain't going nowhere. And like I said, Coach, when you went on the aspect and you guys were talking about the aspect of women, and and I, I'm sorry, Coach, because you know I get along with it, but I'm so passionate about what you guys are saying. You talk, start talking about the biology and how women design men to be the protectors on this realm, okay? Cats don't want to go that route because it in essence says that men in, in, in their physical makeup, if women were pre, um, preceded us, women in essence said to themselves, we need somebody to in essence balance us out, to exactly. in essence complement us. Now, what you, what you, when you start going that route, you're starting to break myths and matrices and, and shatter beliefs because it's already, it's already been there, but you didn't want, people are too afraid to understand the truth. And when the truth is presented to you, whether you like it or not, 
Hey, Coach, you're going to like this one. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. You know where that's from, Coach, right? That's right. It's the best thing going today, baby. This is a dream come true. It's awesome, Thank baby. Thank you very much. I appreciate having the opportunity to be in class with my notebook, taking on upon the, the lesson. That's that's real talk. Hey, I, I, that's real talk. Because on Wednesday, on Wednesday nights, this is must see radio. Must see uh, must see coming in here and check out the only to- the only thing that has kept me from it is our real close friends who I got the book for who have had conversations who caused me to be late. And I said, hey, hey, I hate to cut this short, but I got some research I got to do. Man Leeds is on. Oh, what are you talking about? Okay, here's the book. And then we'll talk on Thursday, Tuesday, Friday. But on Wednesday, at this time, I'm in study session. That's right. Imagine. Imagine if we had a show every day, a television show. That's what we're we're gonna get there. We just need oh, everybody's yeah. support. You know, you know, you have my support, and like I said, I'll continually to put the word out here on the West Coast, little by little, and you know, little actions make big actions. And, That's uh, right. You know, much success to your ventures, and I, I, I hope people continue to. Get the book, share the book, and embrace what's in the book and apply it because there's so much wisdom on so many different levels. Just a little bit will make difference in in people's lives, both males and females. And that's the thing I want females to understand. Get away from some of these catchphrases that have been that you really don't understand. That you really don't understand as far as being submissive and harmony and balance and stuff like that. Those are things that you might want to look up and understand the defini- the definitions in its totality compared to your own understanding or your own misconception. Because everything in this universe has a structure and effectiveness based upon certain principles. Then I, I say good night to both. I hit my time limit. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. You guys have an enjoyable show. Thank you. All right, Ben. Peace. Peace. Ben, I appreciate it. From the three, um, everybody, uh, three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine is the call in number. If you want to um, have a comment, question, or feedback, just press one. I got some of y'all in the queue. I'm coming to you right now. I got some of y'all in the chat room. I'm coming back to your question. But I got to get to my next caller. Caller from the three one four eight one four. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? This is Rebecca from St. Louis. Hi, Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you all? Good. How are you? Great. I'm doing fine. Hey, I wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't received my book as of yet, of course. Yet, I wanted to make a uh, comment as far as uh, this emotional spending is concerned. From what I see, I think the emotional spending that women are doing, excuse me, the spending that women are doing is based off of emotion. Um, Sometimes uh, lack from a previous relationship, uh, lack from uh, that relationship being 
either with their parents or, you know, an intimate relationship with someone or whatever, that within itself would make a woman, uh, that, would, that right there could be an excuse for a woman to do all this shopping and everything to try to satisfy something, you know, within her, and then she gets into a relationship and then expects him to satisfy that because it's still, you know, that portion of her is still empty, perhaps. I mean, do you, do you kind of follow what I'm saying? Do you, what do you think about yeah. that? Yeah, I think that um, we that once we know better, we do better, right? And yeah. when when there when we are spending, usually it's because we are lonely, right? But when it is clear to a woman that spending is incredibly unattractive to a man, right? and that it will push him away from her, then we're clear. Right. I can I have explained this verbally and in written form to several women who immediately get it, mm-hmm. immediately get it, and immediately make changes and stick with them. Mm-hmm. Um, it just needs to be clear to us that you're either going to have to choose a certain um, level of spending that is offensive to your man or your man. Exactly. Yeah, it's true. And then, too, another point I wanted to make is um, as far as the media being the problem and solution, I think, uh, in my opinion, uh, I think reality shows are horrible. I, I just don't think that reality shows are uh, good productive things for women, the reason is because they'll sit there and they'll look at them and that's what they want and, you know, all this drama going on and all this stuff, that's going to feed your brain. What you see right. is what you're going to, you know, it, it's going to feed your brain and next thing you know, you're arguing, arguing, fussing and, fight, fussing and fighting with your, your guy or whatever over something that he had nothing to do with just because you're feeding your brain bad food in so many words. And it yes, just makes but- you know, we also need to understand that as women, we have a natural empathy that we have towards everyone that we see. Right. So we are born nurturers, and nature has designed us to be able to take care of children. Mm-hmm. When we see anything, we empathize so that we can take care and nurture. The problem with this is that when we watch television, we become emotionally involved because of the nature of being a woman. Right, right. And we are literally having emotional reactions to everything we see and hear that men don't actually experience. Right. Men are influenced by television, sure. But are they having an emotional, empathetic reaction? No. Right, exactly. We are literally feeling like the people we are watching are us. Right, exactly, which also would go along with the friends that you entertain too. Exactly. Everything you see, everything you see, everything that your eyes are Mm -hmm. focused on is going going to cause you to have an emotional reaction. And television is generally geared towards women for this reason. To tap into a woman's emotion and to cause her to react. 
But and this has this can be a good thing if the television content is good, but the truth is that almost none of it is. Exactly. <laughs> we watch things. We our our minds are looking at the outfits, the tone, mm-hmm. the disrespect, the um, spending, and the hairstyles and the makeup. I mean, I can't explain to you. I, well, I can't explain to you. I'll try. Men do not like women to wear as much makeup as they do on TV. Exactly. Right. And yeah, healthy men don't like that. If you're taking the advice of a man who is not heterosexual or of another woman, that's not. That doesn't count. Healthy right. masculine men are are repelled by women who wear a lot of makeup. So when you when we see women on TV wearing a ton of makeup, we believe that it is beautiful because we're empathizing with what we're seeing. But this is the opposite of reality, and men, because they're not as verbally talented as women are, are not explaining this to women as well as they probably could. But I will tell you that a makeup factor is a very good example as to how we are doing things to attract men that we learned that are actually repelling men. Right. Good point. Perfect point. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you, Rebecca. It's awesome, baby! You can call Man Lee's Radio anytime. (laughs) Look, she's going to have to be on the television show or she got to be in the movie doing a voiceover or something. Like, we we got to use that in some way. You always employable. Don't worry about it, honey. You employable. You got your number. Don't even worry. We got you covered. You already cast. You already you already been casted already, so don't worry. You're in a couple of projects, as a matter of fact. <laughs> right, thank you. Let me get to uh let me get to another caller. Appreciate it. Peace. Let me go out and check in on the West Coast again. Caller from the four two four two zero seven. Thank you for calling in the Man's Lee Radio. What's your name and where you calling from? Hi, this is Brandy. I'm calling from Long Beach, California. How are you? Hi, how are you? LDC in the house. (laughs) Hi, I'm calling um, because this is, I'm a first-time caller. Um, I was introduced, okay, yeah, I was introduced to this this, uh, tonight's show from my friend Iris, and um, everything you guys have been speaking has just been amazing to me. She told me about the book. She's been reading the book, and so... um, I was just inspired, but as I'm listening, I'm just noticing that there's a lot of people calling in that um, sound like they have their head on straight. And so I was wondering if you had plans. I know that you said that you were um, interested in doing a talk show, um, but I was wondering, is there maybe like a dating site that you were thinking of starting of people who have been, who have gone through maybe your program has been vetted and now they're ready to move on and a place where a woman can know, listen, they've read the book, they've applied the principles and I feel comfortable moving forward with that. Is there, is there any thought about that? 
There is thought about that, and actually a lot of men ask me if I can find them a woman who has read the book. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, awesome. You know, as well, you know, this is um, an aspect of um, the Manly's website that we haven't really developed yet because um, women are reading the book and attracting men immediately. So, you know, it's it's really a situation where the men are looking to find women who already have an understanding of the book, but the women who read the book, they're attracting men immediately. Yeah. So we're gonna have to yes. we're gonna have to find maybe go with a uh, with a larger pool of people who have um, completed the book. Absolutely, absolutely. Well. Thank you. It was a pleasure, and I look forward to uh, hearing more from everybody on the show. Thank you, too. Thank you, Brandy, for calling in. Give Iris a hug for me, please. <laughs> I will give beautiful Iris a hug for you. I will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, peace. It's awesome, baby. I think one of the beautiful things that Brandy just said was, Head on straight. Brandy came in and said, look, there's a sample of people out here, and she's, like, surprised that she's even hearing this type of conversation because she's not used to this. As a matter of fact, let me bring Brandy back on for a second. I got I to ask Brandy something. Brandy, you still there? Hello? Brandy. Yes. I was noticing when you used the words head on straight that you sounded surprised that you would hear this many people calling in that had their head on straight. So is this something like, is this like earth-shattering to you? Are you like, what? Are, this, what? are these people sound like yeah. they got their together? It, this is so refreshing. And can I just say, especially living in California, and I, Iris and I were just discussing this, it's, there's so many gender roles are being bent, and chicks want to be dudes, dudes want to be chicks, and you dudes wearing, you know, MAC lip gloss and black nails and, you know, want want you to, you know, will you date me? You're like, no, you're not following my mascara today. I, we're not sharing this. So there's so many <laughs> rules and all this gender switching and whatnot, and you, it confuses you. And so it's so refreshing to hear a man say, I am unashamedly a man, and I'm concerned about my lineage. I'm concerned about my future, and I choose according to those standards. And, and I just have to say this, and I, I'm only saying this because I live in California. It just seems like, you know, hoes stay winning. The girls that are trying to have their head on straight, trying to learn, trying to do right, trying to trying to be um, the women that these um, that that I believe um, are divine. You know, it, it's like no one looks at you, but the minute you decide to just act a fool or whatever, all of a sudden these because these a lot of the minds are so twisted, they don't know what to look for. So it's refreshing to meet men who have humbled themselves and said, "Hey, you know, this is an area that." Um, I want to grow in, let me read and apply these principles. And not only that, for a woman to say, okay, this is what I should be looking for. Maybe I didn't have that example in my life, but I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to realize I don't know everything. Let me read this book, apply the principles, and see how I can move forward in success. So, yes. (laughs) Yes. 
baby. It's awesome, baby. Yes. Yes. She said it. She said it. She said, and and that's going to be a soundbite. She said, hoes stay winning. That's okay. You can say that here. You can say that because we know what you mean. You know what you mean. Hoes stay winning. <laughs> yeah, say hoes stay winning. But you like when do the, when does the woman who really wants to come up? When does the woman who really wants to do the work? How does she win? And that's what the book is about. Is when you know your role, you start attracting the perfect man for you. Let the hoes keep yes. winning with the, with the unhealthy guys. Like that's what, I don't yes. want y'all to don't be mad at the hoes. And I say hoes is heaven on earth. So I don't, I'm not calling nobody out of name. Don't be mad at the heaven on earth for getting the unhealthy men. You don't need them anyway. If she took the guy yes. with the black, if she if she took the guy with the black, um, with the nail polish, with the weed painted on it, because he want to be Snoop, Snoop or something like that, and then he wants you to pay his rent, then let the hoe be. You know what I'm saying? You're going to really. You're a woman. You're not a hoe. You're a woman, and you're going to get the perfect man for you. And I appreciate you for calling in tonight. And don't you try to steal uh, Isis's book. Get your own book, okay? Don't be looking over her <laughs> shoulder. I won't, I, won't, I won't steal it. I won't. So she, I mean, I'm just, I'm so inspired right now. I'm just, I'm so inspired. And can I just say this before I, you know, hang up? Can I just say this? That it is so disheartening to see a successful man, especially a successful brother, and not have a woman that matches where he's going. It, it's so disheartening to see, and even a woman, too, just to see someone that's on a great pathway, but they do not have the necessary skills or don't know what to look for, don't know what qualities to look for in finding a mate to match that pathway. So I applaud, I applaud every, the, the writer of this book. I applaud this talk show tonight. I'm so grateful that Iris introduced me to you all because this is just enlightening. It's really, and this is, and this yeah. is a guy. For those who want to grow, this is a guide. So, yay! Well, you know what? This though, is a dream I, come I, true. I think that all of us want to grow, but we just don't know how. Uh, well, the majority of us do. And even and there are some men who go into the category of unhealthy or unable to love a woman right now, and they will later on be able to. But some men are just and mature. Some men will later mature to a place where they can properly care for a woman. But we don't need to believe that we are going to mature men in order to properly love us. Men have a type of ritual and tests that they put themselves through in order to make sure that they're able to attract a certain type of woman. And there's nothing that a woman can do before that time frame to change his mind about being serious with her. So it's crucial that we understand that when we are referring to men as being good and healthy, sometimes we are referring to the fact that they are just too young or too immature. And not necessarily at their fault, but timing is not good. Women cannot force boys to become men. And, um, you know, what we can do is 
have a man who's at the level of maturity who wants to please a woman as most men do and then nurture him to become his best self. But we cannot change a boy into a man. Mm. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Brandy. Thank, Thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Isis. You're welcome. Yeah. Westside. Westside. I got to get that audio. I got to get that drop. Westside. All right. Got to get to my next caller. Uh, everybody keep calling in, 347-205-9089. If you don't have the book yet, you can visit manleads.com, manleads.com. And if you know somebody who needs to hear this show, like Isis told Brandy, and you want to catch the download, please tell just just post on somebody's page, manleadsradio.info. If everybody can just go to their Twitter or their Instagram or their Facebook right now and just put www.manleadsradio.info on their – don't even put any words on there or put a one-word description of why they should listen to it, and then we'd appreciate that, all right? Text somebody. Text one of your friends right now and just give them the address and let them find out for themselves. Let it be a surprise to somebody who wants to know where the perfect man is at. All right, next caller is from 504-301. Thanks for calling in the Manly's Radio. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Sure. Hi, guys. Uh, this is April uh, calling from New Orleans, Louisiana. Hey, Ro. Hi. I just wanted to just call and say this is a wonderful show, and I'm glad that I was able to dial in today. And also, I have read the book several times and have purchased several copies for several family members and friends and encourage women constantly to read the book, read the book. Um, Ro has uh, definitely been such a a wonderful counselor. <laughs> Uh, via the book, and uh, thank you so much for taking your personal time um, to assist me. I was one of those women, unbeknownst to me, who uh, would do several things to emasculate men and had no idea that I was doing it. So I I had the uh, awesome opportunity to be introduced to Roe through a mutual friend, and uh, that's how I was able to go ahead and purchase the book. And that experience that just by happenstance, uh, being able to be introduced to her, turned my whole entire life around. And uh, it, it excites me, and I look forward to uh, continuing to build upon my relationship that is uh, going extremely well. Um, and uh, to your point of uh, the part where, you know, you have to curtail your spending, uh because otherwise, you know, I, I'm dating someone who I absolutely absolutely adore, and he adores me as well. And I had to basically stop doing all the things that I would usually do on my own, like uh, going to very expensive restaurants on a consistent basis and taking that time and spending time at home and cooking dinner and doing those sort of things are my norm now uh, when he's, you know, obviously here. But uh, nonetheless, uh, it has definitely changed my mindset, and I'm really excited about it. And uh, we'll continue to uh, take this advice, heed the advice, 
and share it with other people as well. So thank you so much, guys, for having the show. And uh, ditto, ditto, ditto. I mean, everything that you guys have said tonight, I've it's happened to me, and uh, it's just it's just been a great experience. Mind you, this this turnaround row, is this right? Can you remind me if I'm uh, wrong? I think it only, like, the turnaround was, like, maybe, like, two months or a month. It was real fast, wasn't it? Yeah, very fast. So going from well, someone talking, who... What, what huh? turnaround are you referring to? I'm sorry? Are you, are you referring to the turnaround in your thinking or the turnaround in your relationship? Both. Well, well, yeah, well. The thinking I, it kind of happened simultaneously, but right. the turnaround in the relationship was real fast. If I'm not mistaken, maybe like a month and a, like a month, a month and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just like one thing. Like, oh my goodness, I did this, and yeah, it was it was amazing. No turning April, back. I'm excited. April, can I ask you a question? Yes. Is he perfect for you? He is absolutely perfect for me. Hush your mouth, child. Yay! Hush. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and the hits just keep on coming. <laughs> it's awesome, baby. Yeah, it's great. It's uh, he's my hat. Wow, that's cool. April, okay. she getting all the shout outs tonight. All right, April, I appreciate you calling in tonight, and I look forward to you. Uh, calling in next Wednesday. We're going to have another heater for you, and please post the link. Like, somebody okay. turned on to it, like, pay it forward. Somebody needs to hear this show. Like one, you, I know you got two friends that need to hear this show, so text them and just text them www.manleadsradio.info, and then they'll be able to go and download this show. Absolutely. Thank you, Ro, and uh, continue to do such the uh, the wonderful work that you're doing. We need it. Everyone needs Thanks. it. Thank you. Thank you, April. Ro, they just love you. You just got all the you can all the love tonight, right? It's like after people read the book, so mostly, right? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. After they after they read it, but before they read it, you know what I'm saying? They don't. Who is she? Who she thinks she talking to? <laughs> right? They get their mouth all twisted. Okay. Um, we got to tell the whole truth. Right. Got to tell the whole truth, you know, because like Brandy said, too many hoes stay winning, you know, and I'm, hey, you know, hey, she said it, not me now. I didn't say that. So that's what she said. She represents the LBC. She's in California, so she sees it. Uh, call her from the 803-229. Your microphone is wide open. Thank you for calling in to Man Leads Radio. Can I get your name and where you're calling from tonight, please? Coach Kyrie, this is Melissa from South Carolina. How are you? I'm deliciously well. Thank you for asking. How you doing? And Ro, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm sitting out here on my porch and I'm 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 salivating at this conversation tonight. I'm really really enjoying this, and I do a group, and these ladies are definitely going to have to to hear this. Um, all of my friends always tell me that I say the ugly truth. Um, and it's kind of a question and a comment. That comment that you made earlier about some men just aren't ready, um, and you're absolutely right. I've definitely experienced that uh, on the phone, calling, he's calling, he's doing everything else, but he's definitely just not ready. And you're right, you can't force that. And people are like, why aren't you just doing that? Because he's not ready. Even though right. he may be doing all of those things that to everyone 
looks like he's ready, I know that he's not ready. So I have to step away from that and let him, you know, do what he needs to do. He the checklist of things, and like you said, until they accomplish all of that, it doesn't matter what you do. Um, right. So I totally agree with you 100% on that. And my question, because I do have a little group, and, 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 and the girls are and I feel like I'm telling them the same stuff over and over again, and they're getting the same guy over and over again. And I see where they have healthy men, but for some reason this isn't the choice that they make. Is it, and it's just a question, is it that they subconsciously repel the healthy men because maybe they think they're not worthy of that? Because I just don't understand. It's like they repeat the same thing, and the healthy man is sitting there like, you know, here I am, but for some reason I'm still having the same conversation with them over and over again. According to my research, what is mostly happening is that women are behaving in masculine energy, and this repels men. Now, I can, let me explain what this means, because this is a foreign topic to most modern westernized women. We don't know what it means when, when someone says masculine, masculine energy or feminine energy. Um, In our language, we do not have the benefit of distinguishing everything based on masculine and feminine. But if you've ever studied a Latin language, you you know that everything is separated between masculine and feminine. A chair is masculine, a door is feminine, blah, 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 like that, right? But in our culture, we say everything straight. We try to blend everything together because of the way that we speak mostly. And this has become a very huge challenge for women who have been taught that independence is where it's at. The problem with this is that the moment that you are behaving independently or strongly or dominating or belittling or competing or talking too loudly, these things are the acts that are within masculine energy. Some things are just masculine. I don't have to explain this to someone who speaks Spanish or French or Italian or Portuguese. They already know some things are just masculine because that's the way they talk all day long, every day since they were born. But to somebody who speaks English, this sounds strange that a behavior can be masculine. Some behaviors are masculine and some behaviors are feminine. And we have to make make it clear to ourselves that certain things that we do as women are masculine and men instinctually respond to that masculine energy because... It belongs to them. It belongs to them. And men are not interested in competing with a woman for their rightful place in masculine energy, their masculine space. We often hear a lot of women all day long on social media emailing me and asking me questions wondering why 
a man does not just step up and do this and step up and do that. And why do we have to wait at the door? Why doesn't he just hurry up and get to it? And all of these questions. And all of this responsibility is put back on the man as if he is not instinctual and not responding to a woman's behavior. We have to continuously remember that nature has wired men to respond to our behavior. They don't initiate when it comes to behavior. They may initiate other things, but because men are wired to protect and provide, they need to be able to be in tuned with a woman's behavior so that they can know what they need to protect and provide. So they must always be in response mode. And once we have this very clear and at the forefront of our thoughts, it becomes more evident that the way that a woman behaves and how she carries herself, the voice that she uses, the facial expression that she wears, is all causing a man to respond to her in a certain way. If this goes on too long in a relationship, the response will be to leave. Clear now? Uh, It's definitely clear for me, kind of always been clear for me. What I'm hoping is being able to let them listen to this and hear the input from the men and the women, maybe they can start understanding that. Um, Right. Because sometimes people think that you're just talking just to be talking and not kind of out of experience. I mean, I definitely know what I want, and and I don't feel like I'm going to settle for anything less than that. So it just kind of bothers me when I see them doing the same thing over and over and over again um, or not backing down or, like you say, buy things, spend things, do things um, for a man. Um, Right. So I definitely kind of get that. I don't want to be the male. That's, That's not my job, and I clearly get that. But I just want them to really grasp the things that men, what they really want well, I want and how to, to play that role and play that part. And you're right, some women have been doing it for so long that they don't know how to switch over and not, like you said, you know, be needy or let that man lead and just follow. And, and that takes, you know, some trust and things too. But you do have to learn. You have to learn to follow. You need to learn when, hey, this isn't worth it. Let me go ahead and get off. You need, they need to understand how to fall back sometimes. But, you right. know, I'm just hoping that hearing it from all of these other people, you know, may encourage them to think differently. I think that one of the reasons why it's unbelievable for women and why women tend to fall back to what they have already been doing is because there are clear, strong messages in our society that acting in a masculine way is, beneficial when it actually is the opposite. Right. There is so much fun in being feminine. There is so much relaxation and joy and peace and harmony in being a feminine woman. When I come on the radio on Wednesday, I have to gear myself up because 
I have to use a voice that speaks to everybody. So I have to make sure that the masculine women and the feminine women and the masculine men and the feminine men all are able to hear my message. But this voice that I'm using is not the same voice that I would use with my own man. Absolutely. This voice that I'm using is a dominant masculine voice, perfect for um, reaching everybody in a broad way. But this is definitely not the way for a woman to speak with her man. We have to have a turn-off button when it comes to our masculinity. Hold on one second, Rose. Hold on on one second. We got two minutes before we go to the after party. So if there's anybody in the chat room and you want to stay on to catch uh, the after party, we got 90 seconds before the live stream stops in the chat room. So if you're on the line on the phone, then you're good. You're, You're already just don't do anything. But if you're in the chat, you need to call in 347-205-9089 and then press 1 if you got a comment. And I do see some of your questions in the chat, and we're going to get to that and to the people who have their hand raised. Okay, go ahead, Ro. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just saying about, you know, turning off our masculine energy. It is a simple thing. Once you know better, you do better. It's really not that hard. And like April was saying, reading the book, immediately changes your mindset. It's an immediate process. It's very clearly explained. And I have not had one single reader come back to me and say, "Um, I'm not satisfied or I don't get it or I don't agree. Not one. There's something to this. And more so I think that it is definitely time. Everybody seems to be tired. You definitely have a new follower. I'm going to make sure that I get your info from Kair. Um, I know there are other questions on the line, but definitely thank you so much for the enlightenment. And I'm hoping that I can share this information. Hopefully, yes. I, I think it will be helpful, I'm sure. Thank you very much. Kair, you're the best. Thank you, baby. This is a dream come true. It's awesome, baby! And the hits just keep on coming. Hey, JJ, repping that Columbia, South Carolina in the building. I think we done hit like every time zone tonight. We hit East Coast, we hit LBC on the West, and then we hit New Orleans, um, and we hit Philly. Let's see who else we got out here. Um, I got a couple more. Oh, I got to get to this question while I'm looking in the, looking in the, um, looking at the callers. Um, okay. How does a woman stay consistent in her femininity to give that love to her man? This is a chat question. How does a woman stay consistent in her femininity to give that love to her man? This is a very good question. (laughs) Women have to practice their femininity. You practice your femininity like you would any other craft, like singing or knitting or anything. Femininity is a craft and an art form. I tell women often that um, serving your man or your family in any way brings out your femininity. This is not necessarily a way to that is something that is um, 
going to diminish you or put you beneath anyone as a servant. Serving is a feminine act. And serving causes women to feel more feminine. When we serve, we're not just serving the people who are receiving what we're giving. We are serving our femininity. And this is extremely conscious in Asian cultures. Asian women do not feel belittled or sir or, or um, below any person by serving. They will bow all the way down to the floor even, and it literally, I'm not joking, it literally makes them feel good. I like to um, point out that I, ha- I have this, Um, theory about the modern westernized woman, most of us being what I like to refer to as megaholic. We (laughs) are addicted to the endorphins that we receive in our bodies whenever we uh, entertain negative thoughts. And if you don't believe me, try to not engage in negative thoughts for three days and watch what happens to your life. This is an addiction that we have. It's almost even a hobby. But in Asian societies, they receive endorphins through feminine acts and through laughter. When we see an Asian woman often in the media, We mock the fact that they are laughing. We mock the fact that they are laughing and we think that it's silly and we think that it is ridiculous or um, demeaning or that they are doormats. But the truth is they are enjoying positive endorphins rather than negative endorphins. This is something that we can definitely learn. These societies are much, much older and mature than our society is. And there are several reasons why people act the way that they do in these types of societies. Everything that comes from every culture is not good. But when it comes to a culture's age, we must respect age and try to find the wisdom within it. This is the basis of the book. It's the basis of um, the way that the book is written and explained through cultural understanding. And as Americans, there is so much that we can learn and mature from because we are an extremely young country. Our country is literally younger than Birkenstock shoes. Wow. (laughs) She says... And we pride ourselves on being the forefront of everything, but wisdom does not necessarily come from our culture. We need to let it go. If we want great families, if we want to receive very quality, high levels of love, we need to look outside of our culture mostly. I did interview... Some families that were American, but that was very difficult to find because the families that I interviewed 
were led by men who came from extremely healthy marriages based on the opinions of their wives and their children, and they had to have come from similar marriages two generations back. So this was very hard to find in America. In, in order to create this guide of highly effective, healthy, loving relationships, I had to look in 16 countries. Wowzers. <laughs> well, like you said, we're, we're kind of like Johnny come lately on the relationship tip. You know, we don't have, we definitely don't have the best of answers, but with the help of your movement, the Man Leads Movement, Women Follows Movement, and Everyone Wins Movement. Like, I think I'm going to have to start saying the whole title because, like, the whole title is not just Man Leads. It's Man Leads, Women Follow, Everyone Wins. And I keep reiterating, my favorite part of the book is the last part. I haven't even, like, done a show on my favorite part of the book yet. Like, I ain't even got there. Like, I could do a whole show just talking about the everyone wins part. And that's when the men, that's really when Roe really presents the, the information about, you know, the proof, like, for the men in the lineage. Ladies, if you, if you got a problem with the title of the book, pick up the book, go to, uh, order it. And as we said, she hasn't had one person ask for a refund yet. Ro, have you had anyone say, give me my money back yet? No, most of my readers come back and buy five to ten books. Voila. You got to turn to, turn, turn back to, um, what is this? Like, I think it's like in the 230s. Flip the page 230, 228, something like that, and then see what you get back there. I'm not even going to say nothing. Like, just flip, start at the back of the book and go forward and, you know, that's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be an experience for you. Um, I got to get to another caller. Bam, caller from um, Louisiana three three seven two five one. Your mic is wide open. Thanks for calling Man Lee's Radio. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Um, good evening, Kaya. Good evening, Rose. This is Naima. I'm calling from Louisiana. Hi, how are you? I'm all right. How y'all doing? Pretty good. Um, that's wonderful. Um, Coach, you asked me to call in for my progress report, um, so that's what I'm here for. <laughs> I called in last week, Road, and I asked a question, and um, Kaya, he had meant, admonished me because I said I was, I was going to find a man, but he corrected me and he told me I had to say I had to attract the man said. And, baby, let me tell you, when I just dropped that one word from my vocabulary. Okay, so I, um, I, I've um i been doing the ritual daily, like you suggested. And that was last Thursday when I started. So this past Saturday, I went to a, um, an old family friend's house, and I ran into um the latest grandson, and we've been knowing each other since we were children. We graduated from high school together, and he was trying to get at me. And <laughs> and, and it's just the things that he said to me, it was just like, wow. Like, he, he basically told me, you know, like, I'm, you know, we both 30 years old, and I'm tired of 
all these other women. I just need somebody with some common sense. And, you know, yeah, he basically told me, he was like, you know, just let me support you. Um, let me take care of you. And he said, and I was like, well, you know, I am really into my music right now. He was like, well, don't you need support with that? He was like, wow, you know, cool. I can't play. <laughs> he was like, you know, I can't play in your bed or be a manager, but, you know, you're going to need somebody to rub your feet. And I know you need a back rub. I know your spine. I know about your spine. You know, I've been knowing you because I have scoliosis, and my back has been giving me the blues. And, like, the entire week before that, I was like, I just really wish I just had somebody to rub my back. And then all of a sudden, I dropped that word fine from my vocabulary. And then, like, it's like literally somebody fell into my lap, and I have somebody to rub my back and to support me and do all that other good stuff. And That's this right. is a dream come true. And and this, that's not it. There were two other guys I've been getting to know. They don't live anywhere near here. But I've been extended two invitations to go visit the both of them. It's like all of a sudden they were like, man, I really want to get to know you better, and I really want you near me. And, like, they both have invited me to come out and visit them. So, like, now it's like I went from, like, zero to, like, Three different men who are seriously pursuing me, and I ain't even bought the book yet. I was like, I gotta buy this book and see what's gonna happen after that. That's right. So, um, so um, I, I had, I mean, I do know, but I didn't know it was really just that serious. Just even with the vocabulary that you speak, because I ain't never been the type of woman to chase after no man like that. Is so foreign to me. And when I find one who act like he want to chase after me, I be I let him go real quick. But like just saying that, let me find the man. Like I noticed, like some of the men that I was attracted, they were kind of, you know, kind of had some effeminate traits. But just dropping that one word is like really just like has brought about like a total change to my um, dating life. Yeah, and, and course, do you know, you know why? Um, you no, want me to tell you why? Yes, I do. Okay, so this is because when you're trying to find a man, you are in feminine energy. Um, you're in masculine energy. And masculine men are not interested in pursuing a woman in masculine energy who he wants to genuinely care for, protect, and provide. The moment you let go of pursuing and that word to find a man, you changed your energy. You became feminine. And men have incredible instinct to femininity. Mm-hmm. Women, not so much. Women have instincts on other things like who needs, a, who needs a bottle, who needs a diaper change. That's what we're good at. But men's instincts are very close to um, detecting if a woman is feminine or masculine in behavior. So just thinking I'm going to find a man makes a man think, oh, something with her I don't like. And mm-hmm. guess who is attracted to you when you're trying to find a man? A more feminine man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I totally see that now. And just like and just like in less than a week, like I immediately dropped that word from my that phrase from my vocabulary, and it was like 
you know, stuff just started dropping up out the sky. So, yeah, I can that. <laughs> yeah, so now that I start working again this month, I'll be able to get that book, and I can't wait to read it. Yeah, I can't wait till you read it either. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna get even more interesting and better. Oh, I can imagine. It's awesome, baby. <laughs> and another one just texted me while I was on the phone. <laughs> okay, Ro, turn it down, son. Ro, turn your magic. Okay, Ro, turn it down now. Ro, Ro, turn it down, son. Ro, she she got three already. Ro, what you trying to do? <laughs> Turn it down, bro. Bro, turn it down. Turn it down. She ain't got the book yet. You're trying to OD the girl, okay? Well, you what? know I'm magic. Right. Well, she you know what I do tell you, so. Right, right, right. She said she's from the bayou, so that we're going to put the bayou together with what Ro kicking out. All right, now, y'all, y'all, let me go ahead and separate y'all for a second. <laughs> Follow the technique, everybody. Follow the technique. Thank you, Naeem. Yeah, I, got I appreciate you. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you. Good night. Right. Good night. All right, Ro, you done took one word out. She ain't got the book yet, and she got me and texting her while she's trying to talk. It's a conversation. <laughs> Call her from the 585-690. Welcome to Man Leads Radio. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hey, guys. This is Chad out of New York State. How you doing? Hi. How are you? Good. All is good, this Chad. Is good. How are you doing tonight? Really well. I'm really enjoying the program. I think it's um, very interesting to hear the different perspectives. Uh, but, Ro, I think that you have a, a, a good book. And uh, I could definitely relate to this particular concept, but you said something that was fascinating to me. You said, uh, you said this concept just works, you know, almost like it's a, like a revelation in our, in, in, in our humanity. Wow, what a concept. This really does work. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, reason why it works, uh, Rowan, I'm coming from a perspective of being a Christian, uh, a biblical Christian. It's because uh, this this stuff that you're talking about, men leading, women following, is actually uh, God-designed, and it's right in the Bible. Um, mm-hmm. my, my question to you is, and I haven't read the book yet, and I know a lot of women are very interested in this particular concept, but uh, when you've written the book, did you consider these, this particular concept that God said through his word in itself? Well, I am an extremely worldly person. And I okay. didn't want to um, have a political or religious view that kept mm-hmm. an- someone of another religious belief from seeing the, um, the work based on a scientific and logical approach. So I do mention in the book that it is a woman's duty to bring her faith to and her any type of spirituality that she is um, uh, affecting her family with, to bring that to her family. 
Um, because to me, that is each family's decision. But we have so many different belief systems across this earth. Sure. We have Buddhists sure. and Taoists and Christians and Jewish and everybody yeah. else you can think of. And, you know, I thought it, I, I'm pretty sure it would have done a disservice to just categorize it as one when we already have several um, teachings in even just the Christian language, which people are not really widely paying attention to. <laughs> I, right. think Chad would have, yeah, well, I think Chad would agree with that too, Chad. What do you think about that? If you think that there are a lot of um, even Christian texts that, like you said, allude to the same thing that man leads is saying, and they're not even following that. Well, what I, what I would say is that it's, and I would agree with you, Roro, I think you did a lot of great research. Um, personally, I think that it was good to interview all those people. Uh, and what you're finding is exactly what God said that was going to happen. Uh, in fact, in Jesus chapter, uh, John chapter 5, when he's rebuking the Pharisees, he says, you will not believe any word that I say. If somebody else comes in their own name, him you will believe but you won't believe me. And that's because in Romans chapter 1, it says that with our unrighteousness, okay, our sin, we suppress the truth. Uh, but then when we discover the wonderful design that God made for humanity, like uh, masculinity for men and femininity for women, then we say, wait a minute, this concept really works. I can't believe how much happier my man is and, Ro, I think you said it the best, men don't like it when they have to compete with somebody who's masculine. And that's not a, a woman. Masculine... Not a woman. That's right. Yes, that's, that's right. And that's because it's, God has made men masculine and women feminine. And if you keep it, <laughs> it's a very easy concept, but yet... You're right. In the Western culture, what do we want to do? And, 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 and this is something I'm going to bring up, Ro, because I think this is a major problem. I think it's a problem that we have multiple religions and faiths, in a sense, because it, it is creating different human philosophies. If we stay to just what God says in his word, look, men, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for it. And women follow your men, you're going to have happier marriages, but ultimately you have to follow the will of God. And that is the will of God is to love God, love your husband, love your wife, unionize your marriage with sex, and have sex continually, populate the earth with children. And if we follow these particular concepts, you've got a wonderful book like what Roe wrote. It's helping a lot of people. But this is originally a God concept. I understand that you're a worldly person. I'm going to take a stab in the dark and uh, and say sure. that I believe that almost every every religion on earth actually says the same thing. Mm. And I would in order in order to truly understand what every religion mm-hmm. on earth is saying or mm-hmm. every non-religion we would it would require that we speak every single one of those languages. So I am not a person who's going to attempt to speak 
for a people whose language I can't even understand, I know better than that based on my experience. And so what what I aim to do is to create a general sense of love as a religion. I can't understand everyone's religious or non-religious practices. I don't attempt to, and I don't want to. It is beneficial beneficial to us as um, thinking people to let everyone uh, just go through their own path, whatever it may be, as long as we aren't able to do the same. Let me let me let me say this in dis- disagreement with you, Rowan. And this, by the way, people listening right now, this is not a debate. This is just we're having a conversation. I happen to appreciate Ro uh, and her writings here, so I'm I'm just having a conversation. But I'm going to disagree with the whole religion thing, speaking the same language, it, it, or or basically saying the same thing. It, they don't, and you can see that in culture. Okay, for instance. There are some no, but my, my, that, no, but sir, 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 I'm sorry. Should, Do you speak every sure, language on earth? Well, no, but I see so the abuse no that comes out of religion. There is no humanly possible way that you can know what everyone is saying unless you speak every language on earth. I can't. Do, do you think it's okay that women get abused? I mean, women are getting abused in a religious if nature. You speak that, once you speak, if, do you, what, what culture are you referring to? First. Oh, uh, let's let's just put a put a religion title. Um, let's say Islam. Um, a lot okay. of Islam, the women are oh, being perfect. abused perfect. by their men. Perfect. perfect. Mm-hmm. Do you speak Arabic? No, no, I I don't speak. There Arabic. is no possible way that you can begin to understand uh-huh. the intent of someone who lives and speaks daily in Arabic unless you do. I'm a linguist. I speak several languages, and I'm trying uh, to prepare people for the fact uh-huh. that this world is getting smaller. We live with people from all other cultures right in our same country, whether we leave or not. We, right. have to, we have to understand that when we don't speak another person's language, we cannot believe that we understand their intention. But this I'm not, I'm not called, talking about religion. This is called ignorance. You must, with all due respect, with all due respect, if you don't speak a person's language, you can't understand their intentions. And when I wrote the book, I used very good translators. Even though I speak several languages, I still have to make sure that I am getting the full intent of what someone is saying in order to captivate what their intent is. Right. We have to respect that about each other. There's no Ro, do you do you study other, do you study other religions, Ro? Do you study like di- study various culture. religions of the world? I'm a cultural and linguistic expert. That's what I okay, do. Okay, so you study I religion study too, because cultural I don't includes have religion things. I've been here in my lifetime to study everything. I have to choose. Right. Right. Well, do you agree, though, that, that women do get abused in some of these religious cultures? Just like they do in America, I, of course. But I'm saying in, in certain religious cultures, there's belief systems that it's okay to hurt women and treat women the way they do. 
So, this, yes, it does matter is, of a I religious... Think this is a, I, I'm pretty sure that this is a misunderstanding. I'm pretty sure that it is. There, is no, there are people who abuse religion in all religions. In all well, and and I'd like to just add that um, in America, a man, if he's convicted of rape of children, he only goes to jail. In the Islamic community, they kill them. And it doesn't do, and, and, and the message reverberates. And when we say, and this isn't like me standing up for Islam or putting another religion down, but everything is handled differently in different parts of the world. Like some people dress, they dress differently in Antarctica than they do at, in, in Peru and the equator because they handle things based on location as, as well. So um, just me saying that from the message that is sent out when you see a child molester, like we have a, a bad problem in America that's a predominantly Christian country with child molestation and child uh, trafficking and child pornography, uh, yes. they, don't, they don't have that problem in, 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 in most Islamic countries. So to oh, just... Oh, sir. No, to, yeah, that's, that's just far from the truth. I mean, look, I study religious cultures. I know, I understand that we have our own issues in America, but... We, there, there absolutely is horrendous things going on all over the world. And you see, the problem here is that we can't define morality correctly. Like, why is it good that men lead and women follow? It's not just, it's not because, Ro, and I think you said it best earlier, we just, in, we instinctively know that that's a good thing to do and it works. Okay? But, the problem is is that this particular concept has to come from outside of us because morality in itself is an immaterial reality. And you probably understand that concept, Ro, right? If I said something is an immaterial reality, that means that the reality that, for instance, to love is outside of us. It's not a chemical reaction. It's not, it, you can't put it in a test lab somewhere. Love is an immaterial reality. So if it's intelligent and it's an immature I reality... Beg I beg to differer. Um, love is not according to my research, there are scientific um, reactions to people when it comes to oh, there's love no doubt you react. There's no doubt you react, but you can't justify the, the objective article of love and men follow, or, or excuse me, men lead and women follow. That is an immaterial concept that has to be dealt in philosophy, not in a chemical lab somewhere. But you're well, right, we could, we could go to, to a science my, lab. According to my research, men uh-huh. lead, men need to lead in order to uh-huh. continuously lead because it's a use it or lose it situation. And yes, a man's testosterone level You think it's an, evol- level an evolving thing? And yes, a man's testosterone level and ability to lead increases the more that he does lead. So when there is a serious or an emergency situation, we need men to be in the habit of leading. Yes, there is a way right. to explain it. Thank well, you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, I agree with you. I think that you you can see the brain react as we do things, but 
it doesn't it doesn't deal with the ontological issue of why do we have it to begin with? You know, what are the origins of these things? If you're telling women out there, look, it's good. This concept is good. My research is good. That means you've come up with a an objective, uh, reasonable uh, reality that is really outside of us. It's because things like logic and love, morality, uh, editing, journalism, those are all immaterial concepts. These aren't, uh, well, I find, and you did it yourself, Ro. You did the research yourself, right? You didn't go in a test lab somewhere and said, okay, I want to take a 1,000 men, I want to draw their blood and find out how testosterone works. You didn't do that. What you did is you went and interviewed families, you talked to men, you talked to women, right? And then you found out the truth, and that's, that's awesome. I'm glad that you're saying these things, but my, my comment tonight is how do we, at what point do we say, well, this is a concept that I found, or is this a concept that God created us objectively you know, good if you do much, these things? How much does it matter? It is incredibly important to remember that we don't always have to place credit to something in order for it to be healthy, and people are not always able to receive someone mm-hmm. placing credit to one entity or another. We need to be able to be willing to be healthy without having to be correct, without having to be right. And this is a serious sign of maturity and wisdom. We need to be able to choose health and not have to take credit or place credit with one entity or another. It's okay. This is a sign of maturity and acceptance. And thank you so much for calling but we have so many other callers that we need to get to. Sure, sure. I'd like to further the discussion sometime. Maybe if you're on another time, we could talk about it. But thank you very much yes. for uh, staying on tonight. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling in, Chad. Love you. God bless you. Peace. Peace. All right. Next caller in line is from the 678-247. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Uh, greetings, Sister Mecca. Hi, everybody. Greetings, Hi. Coach Kai and Sister Ro. How are you tonight? Good. How are you? I'm fine. I was just listening in <laughs> at you guys uh, talk about the topic of culture and the different things that go on with men and women in different cultures, uh, different countries as well. And uh, some I disagree, some I do agree, uh, but us. Uh, for the most part, sis, I do agree with a lot of the things that you've been speaking upon tonight. And I always tell the sisters uh, that men enforce the laws. We write them. We write the laws, and the brothers enforce them. And I, I, I see a lot that go on. A lot of people call me about relationship issues. And um, it's a lot going on. And uh me personally, I've never had a problem with uh, attractive men. I attract them all day, all night. I don't have a problem in that area. Uh, but I've had issues uh, with uh, being a single mom and holding down the family. And then when I would, you know, date or when I would uh, settle down with the brother, um, 
I would have my roles mixed up, being aggressive, you know, them leaving us always, you know, my background is them leaving and always going to jail or, you know, just having to hold down and raise boys and girls. I raised two daughters and two sons practically by myself. And um, I, I'm, I'm a young grandmother. I'm 41 and I have six grandbabies. And um, my children, I'm 41 and my children are uh, 19, 22, 25, and 27. So I think I did a great job. None of them been to jail. I mean, my daughter's a school teacher. Uh, my son's in the military. My other son, he's holding down his family, good, you know, career job. And, um, but um, it's great men out here. A lot of sisters want to be the man in the relationship. And I do believe that the man should lead. Um, and we have to get in order and know our role and get in, get to understand the functioning of the brain and how a man thinks. Uh, and I always tell sisters, uh, you can't push his button. You can't scream at him because he don't. He can't even comprehend that, sis. You got to talk to him. You know, you got to be calm when you talk to a man because a man's natural order is to attack you. You know, and then you want to run and call the police when you provoke that brother. You know, mm-hmm. I know a lot of vicious I know a lot of sisters, you know, and I know a lot of brothers. And a lot of times, if we could just close our mouths, change our attitude, think before we speak, a lot of us will have a man. And that old myth that, or that old stereotype that I don't need a man, that's a lie. Because a lot of these sisters are lonely, and they want a man, but they don't even know what to do to get a man or to keep a man. And I'm here to tell everybody on this show, there's some great men out here. Don't give up. You know, work on yourself. Change mm-hmm. your vision. Change your thought pattern. And you'll even, start attracting the brothers. There's some further, good brothers out here. And there's some good even, sisters out here. But, you know, as a community. Think, but, you know, wait up. Hold up. I think that's where a lot of women get stuck. Because when you say there are a lot of good men out there, women just don't see it. They think that the pickings are very slim, and this is not true. Well, I think a lot of the sisters are attracting who they are. You know, I attract some great men. I just attracted a pilot that trains in Saudi Arabia last week. I attracted a contractor. I'm attracting them. Why? Because guess what? I got me right first. I had Mm -hmm. to check myself. I had to change my diet. I had to change my thought pattern. I had to start visualizing that king or that emperor walking through that door, sis. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us are attracting who we are because we messed up internally, externally with our baby children, out of control, putting our children right. before the man, making the man feel like the son in the house when he's the leader of the house. We got to get ourselves right. Because wherever right. we go, they're going to follow, sis. So we got to get ourselves right so we can start attracting those brothers because there's some good men out there. I'm going to keep saying it. There's That's some true. great men out there. There some are a lot of good men, men out, out there. there. There are a lot of good men out there. Everywhere and if you I really know. do the statistics, you know how they say it's one woman for 14 men? Well, guess what, baby? If you start going through the psychological aspect of a lot of these sisters out here, it's like equal to me. It's, a, it's equal to me. I don't have it no is. problem 
It's way more balanced than people like to perceive it. But listen, this is a very important statement that I'm about to make, and not probably not for you but for other women that are listening. When a feminine woman is in public and unapologetically holds strong to her femininity, men around her who may disrespect other women, who may not get up and let other women sit down, will immediately and sometimes eventually stand up and puff up. A feminine woman causes men to become more masculine. And what we need to clearly understand is masculine behaving women diminishes masculinity in society, not just your man, but a woman who behaves in a masculine man is causing men to whimper all around her. So please tell that to these women that you're talking to. Our femininity causes a heightened masculinity. Of course it makes the man feel confident to be around a feminine that feminine energy. But yes. I got masculine energy in me too. When I the lion is the roar the lion is the roar, yes, but when I'm with my man we walking side by side. You know what I'm saying? We side mm-hmm. by side and if I need to take out the trash, I don't got no problem. See, I don't do no roles. I if I gotta take out the trash, I gotta take out the trash. I ain't hung up on all that. Do you do this, I do that. No, we in this together, 50-50 or 150 or 250 or whatever the ratio is as far as us contributing. But for the most part, I believe that you attract who you are. When the sisters start getting their minds right, and the brothers too, some of them, you know, they, they just, you know, behind every strong a man is a strong woman. I believe that. And we have to support our brothers a little bit more. And I lift them instead of always I, beating them down. I, I agree with you. I think you're on the right track, but there is something that I just cannot let slide. When we do things that are a man's role, we gain a man's masculinity. Taking out the garbage, if you don't have to, is not I a good be, I'm not hung up on them titles, sis. If he at work and I'm home it. and the trash is overflowed on the floor, guess what? I'm going to take the I'm trash out. About I'm talking about masculine and feminine energy, and you yourself said you are some masculine and some feminine. We I all have also. testosterone. I am also. I we am. all have testosterone. Well, we point. all have estrogen. And we all both, it's called balance. Everything on this planet is no, energy. No, no, Women are not to be half masculine and half feminine. That would be balance. That would be balance. This women is what I'm saying. This, we are all out of Most of us are out of balance, but if we can get back to that balance is what I'm saying. We need to get back to our femininity. Forget balance. We have this concept where we are obsessed with having things be equal. We are not equal. Men and women are not equal at all. We are, we are equal in value, but we are completely different. We don't need to say he has to do 50 and I'm going to do 50. Both the, both of us just need to do 100% masculine, try, go for it as much as you possibly can, and 100% feminine as much as you possibly can. If your man is sitting there and, you're, and the garbage needs to be taken out, he needs to take it out nicely, but that's good for your femininity. And I teach men all the time that it is a man's job 
to protect his woman's femininity. We just need to know better and do better. Having you put out the garbage on any type of regular basis, if you have a man, is not protecting your femininity. Having you fix things around the house, maybe you're handy, sure. That's not protecting your femininity. I'm not saying you are wrong. I'm just saying you don't realize that doing certain things puts you in higher masculine energy. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's your theory, and that's your view, and you have a right to your decisions and your research, and I have a right to mine. Likewise. And I appreciate yes, you your do. time, and I appreciate uh, meeting you. And I was just on Amazon checking out your book, and mm-hmm. I'm going to support you. And I'm going to, you know, let other sisters go to support you in, in your, you know, endeavors. And I wish you the best, sis. Thank you. I wish you the best, too. And let us know. Can you call back in after you read the book? Oh, sure, I can. I can. I'm starting my own TV show and my own um, radio show as well, so I would love to have you on the show, and I did speak to Coach about coming on my show as well. We'll talk after the show. Okay. So nice good. meeting you, sis. Peace nice to meet you. Thank you. You're welcome. Wee. All right, all right, all right. Make sure that I cover everything in the chat. I don't want to get in. Uh, I know that's right, Aminti. Aminti be making them faces. Um... Oh, last question, and then I'm going to let you go for the night. What if you, this was um, from someone in the chat room earlier, what if you tell a man that you need him and he advises you that you can get your needs met by other men? What if you tell a man that you need him and he advises you, he advises that you can get your needs met by other men? Why would somebody spend their time with this question, I don't understand. <laughs> hey, it's my job, uh, Ro, to just give you the. I, I mean, I know <laughs> that's your answer. I know that's your answer. I'm but... just trying to not waste time. I am trying to not waste time. Okay, so <laughs> what if your man advises you... you to get needs met by another man? Then that means what... the first man is not your man. Hmm. The first and I and my response was he isn't healthy and he's letting you know to keep it pushing. He's if he's telling you that, then for one he's not healthy. Two, and he's saying go get your needs met by another man. Then, whew, I kind of know where she's coming from a little bit from you know from the theory of it takes a village, you know, and but that the way it's worded. It looks as if he's saying, I'm not going to take care of you or provide for you. You need to, you know, just get somebody else to do it besides me versus if if I, if you ask Kair to sing for you, like I can't sing, Ro, and if you say, I need you to sing to me and, you know, really charm me with your voice, I don't even feel secure in singing. That's not me. And I may say, you know, you need to go to this concert, you know, and let that man feel that need for you. I understand that part. 
okay? I may even buy the ticket for you to go see that. Um, but I just wanted to just put that differentiation in there. But if you want me to, if you ask me to do something that I can do, like if you say I want you to go out there and change my tire for me because I need to go to work tomorrow and I can change the tire, and then I say, okay, go get, go get another man to change your tire, and I'm in total agreement with Roe, then you're not my woman and I ain't your man. That's, that's, a, that's what I say on that one. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's Ro not said, your man. Roe said, that ain't, Roe said, uh-uh. That was kind of, that was one of the ghetto uh-uh's. Well, she said, uh-uh. That is not your man. That is not your man. <laughs> okay, that was. <laughs> I have we have the most amazing audience, and I get the most amazing text messages and and inbox chats. I just really want to say, I love all of y'all who are listening to the show each and every night. I love y'all who didn't press one tonight. Uh, you from the six zero two area code seven seven zero nine one three. Four six nine four four three six eight two. Big shouts out to the three three six five eight eight. Menti eight seven zero three five two. More six seven eights. Everyone who hung on all the way to this part of the show, I really want to give y'all a big round of applause for supporting us. This is a dream come true. Because the hits just keep on coming. Wow, that's cool. It's awesome, baby. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I just appreciate it because I just learned so much each and every night. Um, Ro, what do you think about tonight's show? You came in and, um, you know, the topic was finding the perfect man. We had a lot of inter- interesting questions. Um, are you satisfied with um, the message that you got across or tried to impart to our listening audience tonight? Yeah, I think that people really got it about attracting and nurturing. Um, I hope that we have a chance to revisit this because people, women cannot expect to attract a masculine man when they are behaving masculine, but I think our callers got that. Yes. That was, I, think, um, I think April out in um, the LBC said, the way she was so surprised, she was just like, "Wow, they're getting it." I'm, I'm, I'm hearing people who are getting it. Like she, she had to like she had just saw a unicorn. Like I think she had right, right wrote people off like this. She was like, "Nobody gets it." So I really enjoy when we get that effect on people. So look, don't give up, people. You heard the evidence tonight, and we're not in the minority as people would like to think. We're not in the minority. And I think that's one big thing that Roe is saying to women is that there are many more healthy men out there than women say, don't believe the media, or like Public Enemy said, don't believe the hype. And for the men, there are women out here who are willing to learn and not be argumentative, you know, and who really want to nurture nurture. Nurture you, I guess I'll say it like that. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are, and you know what I want to add that there are women constantly contacting me saying, "I really loved your book. 
I just don't believe that men are going to read it. And men are constantly contacting me saying, I really loved your book. I just don't believe women are going to read it. Right. Until we have they a buy. huge misunderstanding on our hands. Hey, you know, some people, hey, some people are just not readers. They need to change that. They need to become readers, you know. Stop stop judging the book by the cover. Haven't you got fooled by that yet? This is some of the best information you can say. <laughs> Stop getting fooled by the cover. That's one of the old things in the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. The title of the book book is to be able to get people's attention. It's also for the purpose of um, being clear with the picture on the book about masculine leadership being beautiful and great for women. I'm totally, I mean, hey, she wins. If, they, if you look at the cover of the book really close and look at the look in the woman's face, she's not arguing with him leading the dance. Just, just type in tango. Just go to Google and type in tango. If you want to be happy like that, understand what it is that she's doing. Type in salsa. You know, you don't have any women, you know, trying to be successful in a salsa dancing contest wanting to lead. It doesn't it doesn't work like that. And relationships are just like the dance. So I encourage mm-hmm. everybody to take some dance lessons. And one thing that Chad brought up, well he I don't know if he brought it up, but he brought it out is that and somebody else earlier in the show too, some words in other languages are not offensive. Bro, you may have to do a show in Spanish one night or show in Japanese or something, you know, some of these words in other languages are not offensive. And Mm -hmm. other cultures are not the enemy because they're getting it right. They're not having the issues that we're having in our relationships. So that's that's my premise on that. I just wanted Mm -hmm. to just add that part right there. I had a Japanese exchange student one time ask me to write down a list of English words that go into that you can connect to a sentence to show that you're being respectful, and then a second level to show that you're being extra respectful, and then a third level of words to show that you're being ultimately respectful. I was like, girl, I love you, but go sit down. We don't have any of those words. <laughs> Sorry, wrong, wrong, wrong language. You got me confused with French, or you got me confused with Hebrew, or something. I'm sorry, wrong. I can't do it. We don't have any of those words. We, as Americans, we need to open up our mind to the fact that you can't know something that you don't understand unless you learn to understand it. With the last caller talking about really understanding someone's intentions without understanding their language, it's pretty much impossible to do that. Exactly. And to our other caller, you you you, you better be glad Ro I let Ro well I ain't gonna say I let Ro handle it because Ro was handling it, but don't Ro sit back for a second because you know sometimes my, my testosterone gets bubbling. But don't come kicking it that, well, men got estrogen and women got testosterone. 
Do you know that if you have too much testosterone as a woman, it's unhealthy? Do you know there's something called an unhealthy level of testosterone? And for men, there's something called an unhealthy level of estrogen. So that you, you can't come in and give half of a scientific uh, maxim to justify sometimes I want to be a man and sometimes I want to be a woman. Like, and I, scientifically, scientifically, a woman has such an extremely, naturally has such an extremely small amount of testosterone that even bringing that up is way more silly than most women understand. She said way more silly, way more silly. Women have, women do have some testosterone, but compared to a man, it is like in, it can fit into the tip of your finger. <laughs> oh, I love we it. Just have this, we just have this idea that we can do anything. You can't do anything. You can't have as much testosterone ever as a man. And you, you, uh, no matter what a woman attempts and how much a woman tries to seem like she is tough, it is never, she's never going to be able to become a man, so she just needs to enjoy being a woman. Yes, and stop striving to be equal. Let me go, because I, I thought Ro was going to pick up on this, but if you strive to be equal with a man, then you're going to attract a man who's trying to strive to be equal with you. And you don't need to be having, like, you're not going to be happy sexually with a man who's striving to be as equally feminine as you are. Or even if you come and tell me, because I'm a man's man, but I'm sensitive. I am sensitive, and I do know that I have, you know, some, you know, uh, I'm going to just say I'm sensitive and I understand the aspect of my feminine nature, but it's not dominant. But if you ask me to be feminine sometimes, you can ask me to be understanding, but don't ask me to be feminine. You know what I'm saying? So that's, mm-hmm. that's, kind, of, that's kind of the part. That I, yeah, can I be a more, can I be a little more gentle? Yes. Even Roe has to work with me sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Can I be a little more nicer? Yes. What's the word? Ro told me the first night, she said, you can be a little more graceful. Okay. She she says that. She's never asked me to be feminine, though. She's never asked me to be a little feminine. And and she ain't either. I don't really predict her asking me that. So. <laughs> nope. I ain't going to be that. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes I just be like. That's not healthy for you. No. No. It ain't healthy for, it ain't healthy for the females or the women who love me either. No, or my mother. Because. My mother is concerned with lineage like I am, to tell you the truth. I mean, she's not masculine, but my mother is looking around like, you know, what's up? Because I don't have no children yet. So she's just like, what's up? What's up? What you going to do? Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. all. She's a, she's a wise woman, but she's not coming at me masculine. And she's, and now she's being, she's knowing that I'm being very selective. And so she knows she's going to be triple selective anyway. So some of you ladies are trying to, well, trying to rush me or something, don't try to rush me because after you get past me, my mama's going to want to know who I spent. What's the ring is? What you said the rule was for the ring, Ro? Something about the ring. Three months, of, three, three months of pay. Right. So if you have a son <laughs> and, and, and your son puts three months of pay on a woman's finger, aren't you going to want to know, like, 
who 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 got three months of pay from my son? You're gonna wanna like just check behind that. So you know, so don't don't rush for me to put three three months of pay on your finger. But my mama gonna be like, Who did that? You know what I'm saying? Where is that at? So, yeah. <laughs> so um, we thank you all for, we thank you all for joining us. Uh manleadsradio.info. Please share the link on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, Ro, please tell them where they can find you and visit you and um, what they can do. we got about a minute and a half left. Yep, you can find me at manleads.com. Everything there connects to me on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and email. It's manleads, M-A-N-L-E-A-D-S.com. Yeah, yeah. You can find me at CoachKair.com. We're in the building doing big things over here. Coach K, Coach K TV, no, CoachKRadio.com. You can watch the uh, YouTube. We are we are broadcasting on YouTube. Um, go see James Brown, everybody. Go see Lucy. I really enjoy those movies. Hercules. Ooh, we got. We should. Ooh, Ro, if, if you go see Hercules, that's a good man leads, woman follows book. Even though it was a you woman. You know, so I was the director of that movie. Oh, whatever. You don't know nobody. You don't know nobody. Oh, yes, I do. You that, don't know that, nobody. It was, it was directed by Brad.